The Avengers finally assemble. This is Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today we are talking about the battle of new york from the avengers which is another edition of uh this is the fight work series that i've been working on and going through old things but uh yeah this scene still stands out and especially now that this crew is pretty much on their last legs in terms of being the mcu i thought i would revisit this one so without further ado let's get started Considering its current ubiquity ubiquity with shared cinematic universe superhero excellence, it's hard to imagine just how much was resting on the Avengers' shoulders when it was released. This was the film that had to justify the creation of a cinematic universe that already had five movies made to set up its characters, and now had to stick a landing while balancing each character's disparate tones, traits, and action styles while still giving audiences all the action fireworks they wanted and expected. If this didn't work, we wouldn't get to Infinity War, which is the result of another set of domino drops Marvel has been peppering in their universe since the Avengers. And a big reason this movie is beloved and successful as it is, is the final action blowout, the Battle of New York. So here is the setup. Things aren't looking good for planet Earth. Our bad guy Loki has used the magical cube known as the Tesseract to open a portal to another galaxy, and an army of sentient alien robots known as the Chitari are laying siege to New York City. Finally living up to Nick Fury's ideals, Earth's protectors finally join to fight off the alien horde and send them packing. So let's get into why it works. First and foremost, the Avengers have assembled. The pan around the assembled Avengers in a circle is the highlight of the first Avengers film, without question. It's the moment that the audience has been waiting for the entire film, and the setup is a screenwriting masterclass in setup and payoff, with all the flourishes you could want in a movie-defining moment. But how? Because the movie carefully keeps the formation of the team at arm's length. Despite all of the main heroes being on the S.H.I.E.L.D. helicarrier, minus the brainwashed Hawkeye, the Avengers haven't worked as a team yet. They've either been busy infighting due to misunderstanding or being a rage monster, a la Thor vs. Iron Man and Thor vs. Hulk, or begrudgingly working together to save everyone's skin, see Iron Man and Cap. And this conflict has proven costly at everyone's at everyone's mutual friend, Agent Coulson, when he was killed by Loki, and the villain they had trapped is now opening a wormhole full of robotic space demons. This movie also makes a point of putting every hero at their lowest possible moment right before the battle begins, in no particular order. Black Widow feels powerless in the face of godlike beings. She seems legitimately shaken by her encounter with the Hulk, but is driven by duty. Hawkeye is trying to muscle past the fact that he absolutely killed people he worked with while under Loki's control. Iron Man has failed Coulson and knows that his arrogance and god complex may have uh, may have given Loki everything he needs to succeed. Captain America has to look at Coulson's blood on images of his supposedly inspirational face, damn Nick Fury, that's cold, and come to terms with the fact that this government agency has kept secrets from him. Thor was the only one to witness Coulson's death firsthand while being powerless to stop it, an event traumatic enough to make him mysteriously powerless. Oh, get that scene now. And Bruce Banner has had his nightmare come to life with the Hulk being unleashed and nearly killing his newfound friends. 
And now these people have to rally together and fight off an army? We have little to no evidence that we should be helpful, yet there they are. All in the same place, ready to work together, avenge their friend, and save the day. And just when you're wondering how this will work, we get a glorious banner to Hulk transformation, a thunder punch, a choice Iron Man rocket to take out the biggest gun these aliens have shown thus far, a giant space worm explodes into all the pieces while Cap shields Black Widow and bring in the pan. The theme music kicks in to say that's it, they're here, we see them, as we see the Avengers in a unified front, a circle, gearing up for a to do battle against an army that's taunting them from afar. But they are not blinking. They are prepping for battle. And in one of the most out-of-character moments ever, to show us their new unity, Tony turns to Cap and asks him to call the shots to save the day. Goosebumps every time. At this point, the audience already knows that we've won. Marvel's won, and the team will win. And it's glorious. And it also means the audience can finally have fun. The Avengers finally assembling also means that the movie's underlying tension, will this team-up thing even work, has been resolved. Because even if you know it's a superhero movie and things will be okay in the end, a well-constructed film can still make you anxious in the time leading up to the expected resolution. All the audience has wanted since they sat down is to see this team wreck a ton of face, and they haven't gotten that yet. Until now. Now we get to watch Hulk, Thor, and Hawkeye cut loose and bash bad guys instead of friends. We get to see Captain America in his comfort zone as a soldier and leader. All of the awesome things that appeal to us about comic books and action figures as a kid are fair play, and we know it now. The fight, in essence, is a celebration. We also get everyone, uh, everyone also gets a chance to shine through character appropriate action, but demonstrates their limitations. The action in this sequence is a great example of how you can say something about your characters in action scenes even if the plot is stagnant. Every hero gets a moment or two to let their skills shine while still keeping them grounded by the movie's logic, as indicated by the battle's beginning and its apparent turn for the worst. Hawkeye no-scopes aliens like a boss while calling out attack patterns and new targets to Iron Man. He even gets a shot in at Loki, but he will get into huge trouble when his quiver runs out. Captain America is the heroic leader and fighter we all remember, that essentially dives on a grenade to save civilians, but a laser blast to the gut will hurt him. Hulk can smash the best Chitari has to offer and shrug off single blasts, but a battalion's worth of firepower can suppress him. Black Widow is a consummate pro and will keep fighting with whatever she can find, including her foe's own weapons, but she can't uppercut a giant flying worm. Iron Man can also almost take on almost everything, but eventually his power wears down. And Thor is a master of lightning and seemingly as strong as Hulk, but I mean, Loki stabs him, but he kind of shakes it off. He could probably keep on fighting forever. He's fine. Thor aside, the battle shows us just how awesome our heroes are, but also indicates that this isn't a winnable fight for the Avengers, which means the battle isn't won through fighting. As awesome and badass as our heroes are, there's only so much they can do against a limitless army of bad guys. As Captain America indicates when he calls out instructions, the current goal is containment, but their ultimate goal is closing the breach. Even this amazing team can and will run out of stamina, as we've already seen. So now it's time for some unexpected folks to shine. Black Widow begins an acrobatic battle to the top of Stark Tower as the team covers her, and acquires the staff that can close the portal. 
which is only delayed because Tony, in his most heroic act to date, prepares to likely sacrifice himself to send a nuclear warhead away from New York, its original target, and into the Chitari mothership. The army goes brain dead, I'm guessing there's some sort of hive mind thing going on, and the battle is over, because they used their brains and acted selflessly. The film's main villain might be Loki, but the team doesn't win by defeating him in combat. They win by ending the fighting. They also don't need to worry about Loki, because we have the best joke in the MCU, at least when this came out. I can't begin to explain how hard I laughed at this joke the first time I saw it. We're talking about the puny god moment. I was on the ground, literally on the ground, because I was laughing so hard. Because Joss Whedon set up one of the oldest cliches in the book, a grandiose villain monologue, and interrupted it with a thrashing so cartoonishly absurd they can still reference it in Thor Ragnarok for laughs. It's a brilliant moment, and I love it. And finally, we have the extras. We have team-ups, jokes, nods, and the long take. The scene is essentially a catalog of awesome things you never knew you wanted in an Avengers movie. That still work when we know about all the characters. I don't know if Captain America ever tells our angry green giant Hulk smash in the comics, but damned if that's not awesome. There's also a ton of awesome moments like this in the battle, like the tracking shot which shows off every Avenger, Thor teaming up with Hulk and Captain America, and one of the best, most telling moments about the creative freedom that the creators had during this movie, Thor and Hulk crashing a giant alien worm through Grand Central Station, and Hulk punching Thor off screen. It's such a small joke, but when you think about what that kind of joke costs, a five second visual gag centered around a CGI character, it probably costs thousands to create, shoot, and render. But they did it, because they had faith it would play and the audience would eat it up. In conclusion, it's a delightfully awesome celebration of teamwork and the arrival of the MCU. Though its elements have grown into cliches over the time, the space portal, the army of nameless robots, and a team coming together at the right moment, the Avengers' Battle of New York succeeds on its own merits. The audience's investment in the characters, the satisfaction in seeing them in action together, and verification that the shared universe thing can work. I've heard this battle likened to a fireworks display with the movie celebrating itself, and I'm inclined to agree. But against all odds, they stuck the landing. This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.